Hey, everybody, it's John. And thanks to everybody who helps us out every week by going to patreon.com slash steal this beer and throwing a couple of bucks away so that we can mail beers to our guests and have some fun conversations resulting from that. So uh, if you're not already, go check it out. It's patreon.com slash steal this beer. Uh, as Cass says, a little bit goes a long way and we appreciate the support. Now, here come the sirens. Steal This Beer, a candid weekly discussion about beer, over beer, by a couple of guys that think about beer way too much. Y'all, it's five o'clock on Monday, and we are stealing beer. I'm Augie Carton. Hey, I'm John Hall. Hey, John Hall. How you doing? I'm feeling really good. We're entering our second month of our residency at the Arlo in Miami. Yeah, this right? is uh, this is fun. This mm-hmm. is now show number four, five? five. This is show number five. It's our fifth. Yeah, uh, it's nice being here in Miami. Um, I really, I'm, I'm getting. A little bit of FOMO in advance because we've been hanging out with some cool brewers. We're about to hang out with another cool brewer, um, and I'm not Do you staying. Want to introduce for Ryan at this point. Well, no, I'll let you jump okay. in. I, right. I was just saying, I'm not staying for the festival. You and never do. Though. I never do. But You're now, an enigma, but now, but now I'm feeling like maybe, maybe you I should change my flight. You can push your flight to my flight. Maybe we can fly together. I have we a car will. at the airport. Oh, the same car that you wouldn't pick me up on on the way up? But I I was in Keensburg when you said to pick you up. That can't be done. There's no way to get from Keensburg to wherever you live. That's crazy. There are roads in New Jersey. Yeah. (laughs) No, I disagree. Anyway, no, I took New Jersey Transit. It was fine. Thanks very much. But I'll drive you home. Uh, (laughs) Great. Yeah, after a day of drinking pastry stouts, uh, I definitely want to be... Well, we'll in have your a Porsche. sobering flight home. Oh, All right, let's anyway. introduce Ryan Lavery so we can jump into this conversation. Ryan Lavery of Widowmaker, thanks for joining us down here, my man. Great pronunciation. Did I nail yeah, it? Yeah, you nailed it. That's wow. almost, it's <clears throat> almost like I purposefully fuck it up. I do it wrong so much, so thank you for that, because yeah. I really do try. I'm just not a smart man. Um, so you're down here for Wakefest. Um, where should we jump into this? So, oh, let's explain. So the wheels yeah. came off. The wheels came off the Miami Perfection in our so second close. month because John Hall so forgot close. to do the well actually you kind of nailed this is how my wheels operate that's good yeah. okay. this is, so your wheels <laughs> operate with no wheels yeah. so, yeah. so John John perfectly impersonated Justin by not telling Ryan to bring beers yeah but I had this been, nice little email that I sent to I, I Augie had all the notes I had lined up I everybody really I had all like properly prepared I had cell phone numbers for everybody I've been texting them where we are in the hotel and everything that's going on and there is an email that I have sent to all eight shows, Mm-mm. or so I thought. Well, or I'm, so I'm I fully thought. prepared to get, get a I told you so email. No, no, uh, it's, no, it's no, no, no. I actually just checked, and like I don't, I don't see that I sent okay, it to you. Good. But it was basically here's what to expect. Uh, you have to fight for your words against Augie, so well, uh, just it's barrel through. Third in a day, dude. I'm and tuned up like a fucking. <laughs> you're, you're, yeah. uh, and then it was, you know, please bring two beers that are not your own or ones that you have Wait, collaborated you really warn on. Them that I'm going to talk over them before they even get here. Oh yeah, that takes all the fun That's out of it. I like them to be surprising. <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? I feel like if somebody's going to take 45 minutes out of their day in the tropical climate, and if they walk away being like, "Wow," I said. 14 and a half words, almost, in a 45-minute podcast. You know, I'm, I, I'm, I'm just still wearing a sweatshirt. I haven't adapted to this <laughs> Miami weather yet. So. We can open up the doors yeah. if you want and just uh, I run get hot. these tropical breezes it, dude, blown it in. Is, it's, so, it's so funny because this... Th- so, so anyway, Ryan didn't get... Because yeah, yeah. I didn't send so, it to him, so, so we're not so drinking So what we've decided today. to do for fun is if, you, if you've been listening along all month, uh, we just had Scott from Edmunds Ostan. He brought us a couple of his beers and that beautiful Abbey de Saint Bonchien 2016 20th anniversary bottle is still half full. Well, it's the West so We are Golden. pouring beers we know into glasses we can see into. And yeah. we're, we're sharing beers with Ryan and catching up. Drinking. This is a proper hotel drinking session with paper cups. Paper cups, yeah. yeah. Paper cups yeah, on a four-mica right. table. No plastic yeah. ice bag, though. Uh, we can get that. <laughs> all right, so, Ryan, let's, let's catch up. So what's funny is the guy who's just on, Scott, who shared all these beers with you and us, 
was a guy who moved from Massachusetts. Yeah, you just mentioned that. Down to uh, Carolina. South Carolina and put his imprint on beer. And when he left Massachusetts, I, I wasn't even being mean. I don't think I was being pejorative either. But w- I was talking like I envision 20, 2001 Massachusetts as Coors Light and Scotch. I don't imagine it as craft beer. And now I think that would be very different. Like Gets your magic had nine. Yeah, but you know what I mean. It just it wasn't. It there, wasn't. There, there's like a handful of bars that um, created a, a scene for beer lovers from uh, the public house in Boston. Uh, Union Brewhouse on the South Shore, where Widowmaker's from, where they they were celebrating beers long ago, and you know they yeah. had their ninety nine beer list that you could <laughs> could rock through, and you know what was that great bar, the Sunset? Oh yeah, Sunset Taps. Sunset Taps is that still around? No, oh. Sunset Cantina. Yeah, that's yeah, gone. That was another one of those places where like you could get a punch card and. Yeah, that, no, it's, like a, it's a rage in Cajuns now. It's like a chicken wing. I don't know spot. what that means. Ugh. I don't know what that means. It's like a. It's a. It's a chain. It's a jug handle chain. Yeah. Okay. You can hear. You heard the name, right? Yeah. Rage in Cajun. You don't know what that is without okay. without being told. I'm just, I'm just, I might be the building hopeful. next to it, but it's still like hopeful. it's like it's yeah. it's lost and it's yeah. okay. It's gone. You guys, so in all the nation, I think Massachusetts has the closest set of dumb laws to New Jersey. Oh yeah. I think not as dumb. Not as dumb, no. but close. And a lot of the similar stuff. So the, what, the big thing I bemoan about our dumb laws is exactly what you're talking about. Like the only people that can afford to buy the licenses are the chains. So every good little place you and I love morphs into an Applebee's sooner or later because that's who can afford a million dollar license. Yeah. Um, I mean Massachusetts has limiting laws. And like, you know, if we do a collaboration beer with somebody at their brewery, they can't send it to us. Like out of state, yeah, out of or no, any even if it's in state, we can't so pour anything but our beer. Jersey too. Yeah, no, I. I but there's I ways just, to work I just around. That it. we were the only backwards. Like, we have a beer garden that we run from spring to fall that isn't on our pouring permit, so we we're able to yeah. avoid the uh, the ABCC at times to to Good do what you. we want. Don't say that in the <laughs> microphone. <laughs> I don't think they're going to listen. You know, we're recording. I mean, right? we're, follow, we're following <laughs> the laws. You'd be surprised that a lot of people listen to us. Anyway, but so <laughs> Weird. it's funny. So when, I, so when I explain to people what's going on, I try to thumbnail it as, you know, Jersey was a wet state and our corrupt politicians wrote yeah. our corrupt laws to protect. And every time I realize that the state with the closest parody to us is you, I was like, this is clearly a Joe Kennedy thing. Nobody will explain to me. Yeah, I think we're <laughs> this still is clearly Joe Kennedy's law. <laughs> we're still letting uh, the pilgrims and right. the, the blue Decide laws make the decisions in Massachusetts, and we're all trying to get into heaven still. <laughs> good for you. No, good for you. That's, that's, ambi- that's a good ambition for a state. <laughs> all right, but let's talk about what's going on up there. So, so now there's a lot of crap breweries, some yeah, of the best in the world all around you, good no beer. doubt about it. Um. How's the scene, right? So, so I think of it's hard for me to separate uh, beer advocate from Massachusetts, sure. right? So, yeah. I think of everything almost through that lens. Like, go up there and there's all these great brewers around to go hang out with yeah, and all yeah. that. So, what's 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 the scene like these years? Because I don't think I've been up to Boston to drink in like three or and four there's years. A, there's a, a lot of different groups within the uh, brewing industry in Massachusetts, but. First and foremost, and I think you see it down here too. Obviously, it's, it's really supportive of one another. I think we're all kind of trying to fight the good fight mm-hmm. to uh, to to win. You know, whether it be in our tap rooms at the local bars to convince them to not only take in Widowmaker, but you know, we're ten miles from Vitamin C, if not closer. Right. And Trillium is we're we're sandwiched right in between Vitamin C and Trillium. So like bless your heart. We're That's uh, <laughs> we're. <laughs> you know, but th- th- there's these, you know, it's enviable and sure. enviable. Talk about a rock time. and a hard place. Yeah, uh, I think <laughs> it's, a, it's the best thing that ever happened to us. Yeah, like neither of those breweries were where they are now. Their Trillium's Canton location wasn't there when we opened, or at least when we signed the lease to to open. Uh, vitamin C wasn't. Um, yeah, had didn't have a brick and mortar yet. Yeah, and. Believe me, like the, it was either sink or swim when those two breweries popped up. If we didn't have a reason for people to stop by, then yeah. they weren't going to so, stop so, by. So, big fan of both those guys, Jason yeah. and Dino. And I, I think, and it's funny. I, 
I lean on JC's expertise a lot, and I lean on Dino's enthusiasm a lot. Like when you're feeling low, you can call up Dino and be like, yeah. "Tell me it's all going to be all right, buddy." He's oh, there. see, I have a different yeah. relationship. Yeah, with I'm him. sure you do. But but I call <laughs> D- I call Dino when just to you know he's. He's really good to me for no. It's gonna be fine. Oh, you just just go do, do what you want to do. Uh, you I, got I, get, that. I get the doom and gloom, Dino. Yeah, I do you? Yeah. I, so I get the bright and shiny Dino. Oh. But uh, he's gonna be on the show soon. Good. But uh, is he? I feel like you're gonna hate that. Me mm-hmm. and Dino talking to each other is gonna make you crazy. No, I had fun. So again, last night. So we last were out night. with Dino last okay, night. Okay, yeah. At this, uh, this this really fun wine drinking? bar. As we've been. Oh boy, were we drinking? Oh yeah. good. Sometimes a lot of wine. He doesn't drink a lot at home anymore. You know, he's, well, he's got a growing does? army. He, he, he was at a table of pros last yeah. night. He's yeah. got the Punari uh, even, army growing. Yeah, even it. John Hall got sucked in a, sucked into a couple bottles of fine vino. We, uh, we had we had a really fun time. But he uh, the 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 band that was playing at this bar that we were at. Well, now, like for those who have been listening, it's been like twelve hours for us since we left. But it's but been now like been five weeks. For five five weeks. weeks, yeah, of us talking about this particular bar. But Dino was sitting across from me at the table, and the and the band wanted Dino to dance so bad, so bad. They wanted him yeah. to get up on stage and to you know shake his hips and do all the things. And, and he, he was didn't do it? he did he did not do it, and he was polite about it. And they were in like growing increasingly ins- insistent as you know they broke into Valari. Yeah, Valari got were, us all. You know, we like, all got up for Valari. It was. I mean, <laughs> I mean how can you not? You got to get up. You got to get up for Valari. Um, but and and Dino was getting uh, getting into it as 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 a Dino would when Valari is being sung. See what yeah, I'm doing there? absolutely. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, it's a name thing, and uh, I understand. You got you got where it's coming from. I here. was with you. Uh, I know you're trying to trap me into making my favorite Tim <laughs> Martin joke, but I'm not going to fall for it again. <laughs> the half that eats. I'm not. No. Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> the um. But yeah, it, it, he he he'll be on the show soon, and we'll ask him about why he didn't dance. Oh, by the end of the weekend, we'll get him dancing. Oh. Yeah. If he if he brought his drinking shoes. I, so wait, somebody somebody shoot that tape to M and see if she can identify what just got opened. Ah, yes. We tried to do that on one of the shows, and it didn't work. That was great radio. <laughs> it really wasn't. It, it really was, really was not. Was, it was just top-notch. Yeah. So, let, so let's talk about that. Well, I was leading with that before we got distracted by Dancing Dino and the saga of <laughs> Happy Wine. Um, That's the collaboration that you two need to Dancing make. It's called Dancing Dino and Happy Wine. Yeah. <laughs> what do you, so uh, now that we're drinking this, so we're still drinking this Abbey Dispensation from last week, and I don't want to I'm like scared stop. to drink anything else. I don't want to. It's really fucking good, right? Yeah. Jeez. It's so nice. Um, but so let's get, some, let's get some First Growth Bordeaux bottles. Let's make something sour. Let's put it in there, and we'll call it Dancing Dino and the Saga of the Spanish Wine. Done. All right. There's the, anyway. there's the handshake. You, anyway, you heard it here, thieves. But I, I, I tell no, excuse, that, like, no excuse to go to Falling between those guys, Jersey, and, you know. and let's face it, you're here to tell the world what you do, so my asking what you do is not bad for me. Yeah. But, um, but so in my mind, like, JC's the guy who brings science to sloppiness. Like, he likes to take all the beers I like to make that I consider kind of hedonistic and ridiculous and you know hot and sweet and pretty and sciences them in exactly where they should be sure so when i when the science is getting away from me he's who i call you know what i mean and then dino's the the all hedonism right no put more in yeah like, <laughs> fucking <laughs> what else so does the bakery have? falling between them how do you like where do you feel you fall on that spectrum and what yeah, what's the I, game I, how do you how <clears> do you i think our only real concern about vitamin c and, and trillium is just knowing that they exist we don't really concern ourselves with what they do. Uh, we need to be ourselves at all points, and I think that's what we're Widowmakers One locally in the Boston area is that we're, you know, in a C. In, we're Braintree. In a town, C, I see what you did. Yeah. There. Oh, I, <laughs> I see what you did. There. Uh, in Braintree, it is very, you know, everything is a strip mall or you know the biggest mall in Massachusetts, or at least one of them, South Shore Plaza. Like it's all very. I've been there. Yeah. Clinical and. Yeah. And, and sterile. Um, so we've just kind of tried to be like a little pirate ship on the hill. You know, we play loud metal music. We bring metal bands into play. And um, that's a huge advancement over New Jersey law. Go yeah. on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and we just try, you know, just try to be ourselves. We really, uh, between myself, Chris Hogan, who's our uh, our head brewer, he's been with us for four years. I think I mentioned in my email to John, kind of quick bio, you know, Chris is a, a really technical, smart, inquisitive brewer. 
So if we show up and, and go, I love I love the image of a pirate ship on a hill. Yeah, like I, I or, re- yeah, or uh, in a daycare. We're yeah. out of the water. I'm like, you know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so sorry to keep making this. <laughs> but um, oceanic. I feel, I feel like we're headed into like the really bad roasts, like yeah. the celebrity <laughs> roasts, where we're just all going to be doing Jack Benny joke jokes again. for yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, but so, so we're there. We've got some some kick ass New England metal going on. We're drinking some beers. Yeah. Um, do you guys serve food? Are you allowed? How's that uh, go? Like, what's, the, what's the day like? Just yeah, describe me that. We, we show up every it's day. Three o'clock in the afternoon. I'm looking at Taiwan on. What am I doing up your hill? <laughs> Yeah, uh, I mean, so we do have food trucks every day. Getting um, a late start. I'm opening a second location where there will be a restaurant. Where are you um, doing it? In Brighton. Okay. Oh, nice. Um, That's where Notch has their... Yeah, it's actually like... Wait, so Andy's got a second bar now? <laughs> Make a strong Pilsner. And, and Andy Crouch and Andy Crouch and Andy Crouch will show up. Yeah. we got plenty of them. Yeah, you Andy say Crouch Pilsner three and times, and Andy shows. Is before I get boring on you, so he's. That's amazing that you just shook your head. No, here. thank you. I love that. Tell him, please. Yeah. No, thank you. Please yeah. isolate no, that thank audio. You. Yeah. And yeah. Send it to him. Do you know who Andy Crouch? Is? Nope. 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 Good for you, Andy Crouch. Andy Crouch identifies as a beer writer, and he only drinks one beer, and it's Notch Pilsner. <laughs> it's, that's he, pretty he much true. Leave, or last up. night he was texting me that he was drinking like twenty-year-old Saranax that he got from Notch. <laughs> <laughs> that Chris Loring was tossing out, and, and he was like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> Hang on, don't be so hasty." Anyway, so anyway, so you're we'll going to be, the, be the new the bastard neighbor. Can't walk past. Yeah. So, so Are you going to be close to? Yeah, it's a like at the racetrack there, or the less than a mile from the uh, the Notch Beer Garden over in Brighton. Nice. Yeah. Nice. That's awesome. That's great. That's I mean, well, are you going to do cool the same beers, just an expansion of that, or is yeah, it so a we, different type we of project? A, we bought a, the equipment from a defunct brewery that was already in place, kitchen in place. Uh, it's a decoction brew house. Oh, wow. Three vessel. Um, <sighs> so fancy. Yeah, I know. They, they, oh, they, can you share that name? Because I know who you're talking about, but I can't remember. It's Brado. Yeah. Yeah. They've been around for quite a while. Well, they, they they opened in 2019, late 2019. I'm thinking of somebody else then. Yeah. But yeah, I knew Brado was. But they, the, were, they yeah. opened in late 2019. Yeah, oh, and they, and they were like bastards. 18 months or so behind. The, the city of Boston gave them some, uh, or, you know, they had to put a new gas line, a new water line in. So they were oh, behind that's a, that's schedule, over budget. And then and they then opened in the COVID pandemic. comes and unfortunately, I, uh, from, yeah. from what I can tell, it didn't seem like they, they, you know, they tried their hardest. They made great beer. Every time I went there, people were there. But I think you know, once you get yeah. a certain Catching amount of debt, it's tough. To, hard, it's tough yeah. to catch up. So, um, you know, against all of my instincts, it was kind of very out of character for me to like kind of like. I felt like a. I felt dirty going in there, like like bothering them while they're kind of like having to have have their final week. And but they were really gracious and and cool about it, and they wanted the place to live on as a brewery. So, right on. It worked out for Widowmaker, and or at least till now. We'll see what happens Same when the doors yeah. open. Yeah. When you were talking about being Trillium, you vitamin C, and, and now, now you Notch, and yeah. now you and Notch and everything. Like when you think about the the progression of you know folks who make a, a, a like an afternoon out of it. Like yeah. okay, we're gonna go here, and then we're gonna go here, and oh then yeah. we're gonna go here, kind of thing. Have you been thinking about this new location and what Notch is known for, and how you can either complement or contrast that? Or are well, you I mean, we, we do a lot of loggers and have been um, for like the last five years, for the first or four years. But the first year or so, we were just making this one house logger that was just there for us, and you know, understanding that at that point. Massachusetts was just in this crazy haze craze, but yeah. Um, on, the, on the South Shore, where where we're out of, I mean, we're like the third oldest brewery at this point. So there was a lot of like young beer wow. drinkers in that area. So like, they've we've been able to kind of grow our arsenal of beers with them while they sort of right learn what yeah. different craft beer can uh, breweries well can produce. That's good for you because we we so it feels like in Jersey we kind of went the other way. Yeah, where it was like here's what we can do you know what i mean like it was really like you know in the beginning a decade ago it was what can we do and then it was all right here's what we can do and then everybody else was like sure but you know i'm drinking seltzer at dj's during the summer so i'll see you in october and you're mm. like god damn it man <laughs> um 
And that's not. And, and I wasn't trying to to say like you have to bend because no. Loring was there first with Notch, no, no, or no. you know, like they're well known. I but, it, it's, but it's. I, yeah. got, it, I mean, we You'd have be a dumb businessman if you didn't consider it, right? Yeah, like we have. How do we, we, we have yeah. huge amount of respect for for all the breweries we've talked about in Massachusetts, and um, totally respect what they're doing. But again, I think we just gotta be Widowmaker, and we hope that that works because yeah. I'd rather fail doing that than pretending to be somebody else and it's making. Noble, that is noble. Um, tell me about the name. Yeah, Widowmaker. Uh, so, I <laughs> it's funny. We we do get. I feel. I feel like that's like the 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 secret name for this show. But it's a secret name for a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, and all of them are high impact. And I feel like it's. I feel like it's a commitment to a a high ABV style of brewing when you name your brewery Widowmaker. Like yeah. I don't think Widowmaker is going to get away with a canoe. <laughs> well, we that's uh, his three percent cream ale, which John's is delicious, by the way. Yeah, it's John's three percent. All right, well, I'm still waiting on the checks. As are you, apparently. That beer yeah. doesn't make any money. <laughs> are you kidding? <laughs> that beer might be my biggest act of charity. <laughs> uh, no, I think if anything, it's lent itself more to kind of like the vibe of who we are, yeah, more than the determining styles and how'd you when did you commit to it though when you're like all right guys it's because it feels be very new one. england like it, it does feels, feel very it feels like very right? widow's walk and yeah. very yeah. So yeah exactly yeah like somebody might be out wailing yeah yeah so <laughs> I, I spent my 20s traveling playing music i've always been kind of like i like like so the new brewery we're building i'm calling it the uh the goth Ski lodge, like that's kind of like the like when I'm dealing with our interior <laughs> design, the <laughs> like ski lodge like that's fire. the vibe I want for uh, when I'm oh, dealing with our interior it. design. Like, <laughs> so I always kind of like darker things, and I'm or at least I'm not afraid to uh, embrace that. embrace is, them. Is the Goth Ski Lodge just nobody actually hits the slopes? Because yeah, we all just stay. You start everything drinking. should be white is black, dude. Yeah. Think about it. Yeah. Think about all the white shit in the Ski Lodge. Make that black. Yeah, shiny. Instead of bears, so we're gonna have like a. A crazy made-up creature that some taxidermy artist is going to make for us. You like, see I'm wearing a jackalope shirt. I do. Oh, yeah. Look at you. Committed. Um, but the name really just came from the amount of time I was spending in the basement okay. away from my wife. <laughs> and then I had a kid. And then uh, my wife and I wow, so it is had a dark. second kid while we were opening the building out the brewery. So it's lived up to its name and my partners who spent a lot of time from their families too. So it's more of kind of like a things you love and... Or avoiding yeah. things you love for another thing you love. Right. Now, now we're back to the whole, you know, saving the race through blue laws of Massachusetts yeah. and that kind of dry sense of humor. Of, well, I thought I had a wife yeah. <laughs> in the basement 17 years ago. Yeah. So <laughs> I like when we first announced we were opening, I got like a nasty message from this, you know, poor woman oh who God. probably just lost her husband. Right. She's like, you're uh-huh. on, you're, I put you on every uh, widow alert group support group on facebook like this is names inappropriate i'm like i don't know like uh, <laughs> that's tough you know i, 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 I totally, don't ever want to yeah, make you don't anybody uncomfortable but, but yeah you i don't ever want anybody and i never yeah. want to exclude somebody from the conversation with that but at some point i mean you know, i was, I, I was happy to have a conversation with a trigger warning yeah with yeah. um yeah no that's that's tough but I, I i love the name especially now that i know that it's it's kind of introspective yeah and you know i, I, I mean? like I, I don't know 2017 26 when we signed the lease was in 2016 there's a lot of breweries opening and like i couldn't remember any of their names like they're like you know they're so yeah. you know i don't know if they're too similar or they're just too different i felt like widowmaker was something that people could remember if they saw it a couple times yeah so yeah i got it i went the other way i was like look every so everybody involved with me back then was like you know, carton means cardboard box, and cardboard's a bad flavor in beer. And you sh- I was like, you know what? If we're going to do this, let's own it, right? The, the the people that generationally do this always use, you know, so that's why I wanted yeah. to just so, so it was mine to fuck up or or succeed. And I think I'm right half the distance between both of those. <laughs> yes, so, yeah. it. Um, so we should talk about some beer because we are drinking them. So I moved from the Abbey de, the, the Abbey de Saint-Bosien yeah. to this... Edmonds Oast Pillow Fort, uh, New England style triple India Pale Ale, triple dry hopped. Ten percent ABV that they did with a collaboration with Flying Machine Brewing Company, which I'm not aware of. I'm not anybody familiar with either. Do you know Flying Machine? Yeah, they're out of North Carolina. Okay, Uh, this is nice. Well, here's what I would say. It's 
I don't know if it's in contrast to the uh, the acidity, the driving acidity of the other. Well, the, the nose or has the been suggestion out. of the name. I forgot this was called Pillow Fort. Yeah. But this is a fluffy beer. It is. Right? For 10%, this is a light, easy to love. I'm not noticing any bitterness, but again, my palate is definitely <laughs> way left on the sour from the other beer. But it's just a pillowy, fluffy, sorry, pillowy, fluffy, fun beer. And and, and like I said, we, there's no reveal or anything. It doesn't no. matter. I just figured we are yeah. a beer show where we drink beer, so we should talk about it. You guys got any notes on it or any of them? I just the, the, the nose on it when it was just sitting here on the table between the uh, the apple cider yeah. and the sour. Like it's just been winning out, like wafting up to me. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely citra driven. Yeah, yeah, oh, I'd say a little bit of pineapple in there. I want to talk about the apple cider donut beer for a second. Go on. Um, on the last show with Scott, I'm cracking up how much you like this beer. So here's the thing, I how much I liked the beer. So on the last show with Scott, I drank the whole can as we were talking, and cold. We go up to the Poconos. Uh, we go to Ritter's Farm Markets. We get fresh apple cider donuts from the cider mill there, and I love everything about it. And it is a fun. Se- black last uh, it is a fun seasonal treat. Um, that first can hit everything that I wanted out of those flavors, and I enjoyed the fuck out of it. You poured me a second one as we started talking, and in the glass this time around, it's warmed up a little bit, and my first thought was, oh, Yankee Candle. <laughs> and then as I got going, it got a little too sweet. So for me, I feel like this is now one of those beers where I want to have it again, but I want distance between, I don't want two cans in a row, and I don't want it twice in a row. I want it every once in a while, like a seasonal thing, to scratch an itch, to feel good about it, and two was just too much. So what's funny is, we didn't ask what he did to it. The can says lactose and cinnamon, right? And then it says, and flavors. Sure. But if I was blind on this, I would 100% guess it. We're on the cider one now. I would 100% guess it as Belgian. There's so much circus peanut, banana, little peppery in the flavor I'm getting that I would guess somebody cinnamon and I can't unknow the lactose um, but I might have guessed the lactose you know what I mean but uh, so I I can't say that I'd have pulled it out blind but it's it's the the circus peanut thing which is probably lactose plus cinnamon but it's so it's so what I'm getting that that it's it's all I can think about is what's going on there. Yeah. No, I loved it the first time around. And it's, 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 it was just, but that's, two that's a beer thing. Many. But that's a beer thing. So yeah. let's talk about that. That's a fun thing, especially up by you. So when this show was newer eight years ago and I was trying to explain what was going on, we talk about drinking beers and impression beers. Mm-hmm. And packaging is big in my head these days, right? Like, like what, packaging makes sense for what like we've been trying to do like suitcases of 12 ounce cans for our little drinking beers so you can park yourself with 12 of them and be happy stick with pints with the impression beers bottles for stuff we want to age but as i wrap my head around all that i think about even me like so my version of this beer we would call a willet which is just a pastry cream ale where i just make a yellow beer and treat it like a pastry yeah, stout but um if i was at this point, it's like I should just sell them in singles because I've only made them to be like the joke is, will it like can I make it taste like this? And yeah. the answer is yes or no. Right. It's not a thought. It's a binary decision. But like John's saying, John wants one can of this every fall and the least amount you can buy is four. Right. And that's it's kind of in my head for I never want to stop making those beers. It's what I love about brewing is can I. I can't. I, 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 I feel week. like I would share one I'm with April is, and then the I would like. The packaging thing yeah. is if, if we bought four of these, we would need to get together with friends, yeah. right? And that's, I think, one of the problems for when I'll own this, when I adjunct stuff like that, right? Because once you've wrapped your head around it, if you get it, if it's not going to keep evolving, if it's not going to keep changing like that, um, oh, you haven't tasted this yet. Fuck, give me the black glass. So, John, explain what this is while I pour it. Uh, this is a homebrew, a very early homebrew from uh, Westbrook uh, back the in the day. The place. Yeah, uh, back in the day. Uh, and this is his strong golden sour that he brewed. Not in sour. Wh- 
Well, his strong, strong golden. Belgian I'm golden. sorry, yeah. Um, a lot uh, of candy sugar. I think Ardennes, but can't prove it. Um, 16% is the guess when it went bottle in 2008. Wow. Yeah. Right? But so what I'm saying is that beer knocked us, just completely blew us away because, fuck, it's 15 years old. Yeah. Right? It's showing all these things. It's, it's evolving. All it's all that craziness. Yeah. yeah. But what's funny is you get in your head when you're learning to drink, when you're learning to taste, when you're learning to breathe. Like, oh, I love that little nuance of nutmeg in that beer. Yeah. I'll add a little nutmeg. Then you've taken away that evolution. So you got to drink it today. And you really only need to drink it once. And it's just in my head, I guess, as we progress through four of these yeah. in a day. But when you're thinking about your beers, your concept, your packaging, do you do you fantasy drink like I do? Like I want this person to get this yeah. four pack and go live this life with it, kind of thing. <laughs> I think <laughs> we, we be free. We when we. I don't know if I, I worry too much about how and when it's going to be consumed, but I think we always try to imagine. We try to look at when we're doing beers like the, the, the sours and the fruited sours with the culinary mind of what flavor is obviously going to work together, what, what situations yeah, they'd work best. And I totally agree with the, you know, it's t- I see, I see a, a slowing down, and at least up in our area, of the fruited sours popularity. I think people, they want that one can and they don't want to spend like, I mean, I, I have these constant debates with my partner. Because he, you know, if it's if you can't make it for the price we have to sell it, then don't make it. Right. And you know, we're selling our our fruited sours for twenty four dollars a four pack. So like that's but a you pretty have to yeah, that's a pretty good commitment by an for the customer. But like, worth you know, that's a pretty uh, aggressive itch to scratch, mm-hmm. especially if it's like you know, oh, I, I'd love to try one, but do I need all four? And I don't, I don't know, I don't, I'm not not here to whine or bitch about it but you know what i mean like i don't want to stop making yeah. it, but i think i got to make singles but if you're going to make singles like all right just imagine your normal day business but if i was going to be like all right i'm going to make this beer because i want to make it and yeah. 80 people are going to want to try it 100 people are going to want to try it 100 cans of beer is a homebrew bucket yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what's like the smallest amount of beer <laughs> it's you the smallest make. amount of beer you can make on a 50 barrel brew house that's they you don't know do any like piloting that. it's all 50 or we used to do a lot more piloting but yeah i haven't heard you talk about the tippies in a while well because i now know how to brew no <laughs> you know what i mean like when i was trying to figure shit out 12 years ago i dumped a lot a lot of beer now yeah. that i know you know now when my my variables now are one or two where my variables used to be everything Right, I was fucking around. Let's try this yeast with this malt, with this water, with this hops. Mm-hmm. I think I like that. Throw all five out, make it again with this, yeah. and see what we like. So, how do you find out which? Yeah, which isolating uh, the variable, the, the right? But so we would just brew it ten times with <coughs> changing the variables, yeah. and then that would end up being it. And in that, you don't want to, you know, twenty gallons is enough. Yeah. But once you know, once you've got a feeling for it, but it's, I don't know if it killed my creativity or adjuncting killed my creativity, but back then it'd be like, like I had a friend walk into the, the brewery one day who was working on, he's now got a brewery, but he was working on a recipe and it was making him crazy. And what he was trying to replicate was monkey bread. And he was adjuncting a stout to get there. And he's like, I just, it's not, it's, I was like, well, just switch it to a Belgian yeast, make it a Belgian stout, and then you'll get all that fucking fruit you need without having to have fruit. And he very kindly gives me credit for that advice, but that was how I was doing things back then. Like, it started with the four ingredients, what can we get, and then how do we augment those? And now, you know, tell me, where are you at on that? Like, are you still like, you know, now that you can just be like, well, if we do this, 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 and this, this happens, let's change this. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, uh, so at, at this point, my, I'm not, physically brewing anymore which is a, is a drawback but i also understand for the betterment of the company it's yeah. just my role at this point sure um you know we brought in a brewer a year and a half into it who is i'm fine not being the smartest guy in the room he's a better brewer than i am nice um yeah i benefit from that too i've got a great brewer yeah and so I, you know within a year and a half of him working with with me as my second shift or shift brewer we made him our head brewer and last year we gave him some ownership we really like he's like yeah such a great asset for the company and he's really smart creative and you know where where i in most of the things i deal with in widowmaker is a lot of feel and what do i think is the right decision he can 
back that up or prove me wrong nice. on the science end. That's a big asset. And uh, so it's it's really collaborative at Widowmaker at this point. And you know, if there's something that he's passionate about, it's I have no qualms about letting him, you know, taking the reins off. And if this is what you want to try, try it. And we're, you know, on a smaller scale, but we're you know, we don't do any pilot batching. It's 15 barrels and. 30 barrels or nothing yeah. fully committed yeah. wow all right so you you talked before about being in a band and that approach feels very i was in a band to me you yeah. know what i mean like, like oh I, it's yeah, you have I mean, to have all the parts and he's but, in but a, well good bands sure he's in a band too and okay. we will play together it's we'll, we'll, we'll br- i'll bring my drums in he'll bring his amps in and but you know we'll, what i mean like we'll that just felt it. when yeah. you said that i was like this is definitely a guy who's played music a lot yeah i, I mean i've had successes in my life whereas you know, whether it's with Widowmaker or, you know, yeah. working on a shelf at home, like <laughs> sing uh, as a as a solo uh, yeah. contributor to it. But I've always found that my best work and is when it, it's done That's as a awesome. whole. And, and I have no problem leaning on people, I think, that are have a better point of view or a different point of view, whether it's better or not. It doesn't really matter. It's just a different point of view. I'm writing a joke in my head where we reach out to that lady and see if it makes it better if we throw an S on Widows. <laughs> <laughs> see if she's gotten remarried. Widows so. maker. Widows maker. Oh, it killed all of us, honey. Yeah. Not, yeah, not, well. just, not just one of us. Unfortunately, you know. <laughs> Yikes. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's lovely. I like that. It's funny. Our other big musician friend, Evan. Mr. Evan Watson. Is, 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 a, is a family brewer and family man. And, yeah. And, doing it alone on a mountaintop with a with a wonderful partner um wife and child but but it, that sounded so musical to me you know what i mean yeah anyway. and we That's do a lot with with musicians i mean w- this week we released a, a beer with Ron Daler from mastodon uh, i know that yeah i so know mastodon that's cool and we've done a beer with mastodon before we've done beers with some of our favorite bands. This is awesome. So Thieves at Home, they're watering the plants in our yeah. hotel. And that's I don't know if it's fully coming through, but Something I think we're okay. It's not quite as bad as Tim the... Tim Hitchens uh, thinks I just leaned against the <laughs> mic too hard. I just looked over at you, and your you eyes, are, my warm your, your eyes yeah. are starting to do the thing. Dude, we're now on a 10% idea. We, need, yeah, we need got two more shows six, after this. We have two more shows no today. Slow. Yeah, well. No, there's no. I was. There's no slow setting on the Augie Carton. We had control. On the Augie Carton. We had control, control before panel. the 10 percent, 14 percent set happened. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely warm and fuzzy. But that's you hear it in the conversation. I'm like, oh, music and <laughs> teamwork, and this is definitely my my warm and fuzzy part of the buzz. Um. What. Nothing. You look post. Were you going to listen to me? You looked like you wanted no. to say something. No, I have a letter if oh. you want to do one. Yeah, I guess. Okay. Is it going to be for a letter? Me? Yeah. A singular letter of the alphabet or a letter from yeah. a listener? A letter from a listener. Let's we go have, with P. We have listeners on this show. Excellent. Which, Congratulations. Which I know like, you're new to it, and like, you must be really surprised. <laughs> that no, no. This is, I, I, um, I, I apologize for no, no. never no, listening. Totally no, now I'm going to. It's I my like fault. It's my fault for not telling you how this works. All right, so this, this is, is from Sam. Me, by the way, this, this is, is from me Sam. Thinking. I can't hear you till that stops. <laughs> okay, so well, let me just tell a story. She's rolling out. It's fine. Yeah, no, she's not. She's got got to do that plant. That plant. Well, well, we'll figure that anyway, out. All right, so this is story. from Sam. Hi, Sam. It starts Kennedy, my man. It's Cali I'd Gion, like isn't to it? hear everyone's thoughts on what I find to be a dark part of the beer world. Bum bum bum. Sour beers. <gasps> Of the smoothie variety, labeled and marketed as beers, but that are actually just fruited seltzers. (laughs) There's at least a few smoothie juice fruit factory breweries doing this, and the general consumer believes they're actually drinking a malt-based beer, when in reality, they're getting served fruited dectrose without the honesty. Cheers, guys. Sam. Sam wants your th- your, your thoughts on baseball. this. Yeah, I, yeah. I probably Augie needs a second to collect his thoughts. You I'm jump not falling for that bait. I'm yeah, not jumping I'm, on that bait. <laughs> I, I my my initial thoughts while you were reading that is like, who are or who are we? Who am I to tell anybody what to do? I yeah. got into widow. I started Widowmaker because I couldn't get a job at another brewery. <laughs> and I, 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 was, I was working full time. God damn it! Nobody give me my foot and in the door. And I was, you know, there's a, f- a brewery opening near where Widowmaker, where I was working full time, and I was just like, I'll help you 
dig trenches. I'll help you yeah. take the shit out to the dumpster. And they said, and no. I was like, well, they just, okay, if you can't work here full time, we're not hiring full time anyways. Gotcha. We're not interested. So I was like, oh, I'll just open my own. So I don't know. I kind of, yeah, you know, it's not my favorite style of beer or, so or style of drink. So <laughs> but, uh, it, who are we to say no? Yeah. I, well, so at some point, I would go the other way on that discussion. I don't know. So w- I guess my question is Sam, right? This is from Sam. So I guess my question for Sam is if you're fruity smoothieing your alcoholic beverage so far that you can obfuscate whether it was maltose or dextrose. Yeah. Who gives a fuck whether it was maltose or dextrose? Sure. Right? The bugs don't care. Yes, Sam. The bugs are happy to eat either. You know what I mean? Like, gluttonous. So, like, you know what I mean? Like, if you, Sam, the better way to bait me on this argument is to talk about the beauty of a Bone Creek versus even my own, you know, Mulberry Berliner. Yeah. Right? Like, you want to play those games and talk about subtlety and development and nuance, I'll play with you. But if you're putting so much stuff in the beer, and this is one of the things I, talk about with my styles like I, I i like to augment rather than adjunct i like to add to beer flavors in beer flavor ways and that's just what i like to do but yeah. i understand why people like we had an orange juice beer on here a couple weeks ago um okay. where i couldn't discern the beer from the orange juice the orange sure. addition was so strong that I was like, I know there's a fermentation here. I know there's a fermentation profile for it. But every time I go. Oh, looking, that was. Yeah. How much beer is in this? But yeah, what the so percentage it, of. Yeah. But you know what I mean? So. So as I was saying, I was like, I know there's a fermentation profile going on. But every time I try to isolate in my head what it is, this orange thing blows it the fuck out. Sure. So. Not that it matters. It was a fun drink. It was fucking first thing this morning. And it's like a great mimosa. Like, what's the problem? So I'm not. Yeah. But if you, if you told me, oh, there's no maltose in it, I wouldn't be like, well, I've been fooled. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, how dare you, sir? I've bought a malt beverage, not a I think the other beverage. I think the other part of it, too, though, is there needs to be increasing diversity on tap lists in tap rooms to keep more to have more people come in and then stay longer. And there are. A certain subset of drinkers, and I don't know if we, we fall into it, but there are certain subsets of drinkers who want to show sure up. I'm sure we fall into every subset of drinker. <laughs> we are just <laughs> drinkers. But um, but there, to have diversity on your tap list, to say, okay, we're going to have a fruited amaretto, amaretti, you know, whatever flavored strawberry concoction thing, or here's just puree with carbonation and some booze like added onto it. If it keeps people coming in, and drinking in a tap room and then other people are then supporting your good pilsner or supporting the beers that you want to make because they're buying you know your sugar water like that that that's fine like we we've always said we're never going to yuck somebody else's yum and that's the first thing but the second thing is this is the evolution of beverages as well and having these on tap and having them around but as i grow as a human ryan i'm interested in where you're at on this because you're you're five years into this, but so we've been doing the show eight years and I've been brewing for 12 and there's a lot of experience in my life. I don't think I've ever said I'll never, because again, I try and I just know myself and I know it, but there's definitely times where I was like, who gives a fuck, right? I'm more often mad about miscommunicating information than what people are doing. But that being said, um, I've, had to pull back from thoughts on the show. I'm like, it's just this, right? So something will come along and somebody will give it to me and I'll be like, oh, this is, you know, blah, 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 blah. But they're just doing this. It's, you know, I know how to brew and I know what they've done and they're just doing this. And then sooner or later, somebody will make some version of that that gets my attention. And I'll be like, all right, well, if I was going to do that, here's what I'd do. And then I have to go make that beer, right? So so I'm never not making anything I don't want to make. But sometimes I need somebody to bust that door open from me from concept to creative execution. And when I get that from somebody, like when when I had JC's first fucking half puree beer, whatever he calls them, the Vitamix beers he makes. Okay. Daily serving. Yeah. Whatever that. Yeah, JC Tatro of Trillium. Yes. But the, the, the daily dose or whatever he calls it. You know what I mean? I had one of those. I was like, this is fucking so much fun to drink. Yeah. And just on the text, what'd you do? You know, he talked me through it. I was like, all right. Well, if I was going to do that, here's what I'd do. And that's when I went and made my Purier series. You know what I mean? 
But prior to that, I was like, but they're just adding fruit juice to, you know, a quick London three ferment. Why does anybody care? And then got one that made me care, so I started doing it. So you got to back away from I'll never, we should, this is a bad idea, this is a good idea. Because if you're an artist, you're always kind of looking for white space to fill, right? So yeah. somebody mm. has to get you there somehow, right? Do you know what yeah, I mean? I think the, the original concept and or uh, mantra of Widowmaker was if we wouldn't have brewed in my basement, we're not going to brew it. I like and it. That, and that has evolved to more of if we're not interested to in brewing it, we won't brew it. Yeah. And I, I think I think you, you, you'd you hit the nail on the head. Something. Oh yeah, like like we weren't doing, you know, we we weren't doing those heavy fruited sours when we first opened. But you know, th- as I got to know Paul at Mortalis, and he was doing some really interesting things with it, and like kind of blowing my mind with some of these flavors that he was creating. And you know, I think you n- hit the n- nail on the head with the don't yuck anybody's yum. Like if people yeah. come to your tap room and drink it, like, I don't know, I'm not the uh, safeguard of enjoyment. Like, yeah, I feel and like and if <laughs> whatever makes people come, keep coming back and gives, you know, a table of six yeah. where all six people can have something they enjoy. Like, yeah. why would I run It'd from be that? weird for you to like serve that, but then try to slap it out of people's hands yeah, in yeah. your tap room. <laughs> being like, I know we offer it, but don't drink it. Yeah, but yeah. who are you? Right, I that. think there, there's like <laughs> real men only drink both. I, I, I get I get kind of uh, I, th- I, I, I worry about beer sometimes like when I'm at like these festivals yeah. and like you know the the, the 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 thought process is like let's get out of this beer event so we can go drink tiki's and right and like like I love beer yeah. Yeah. I love drinking beer and like I want to like embrace beer and like for, to a lesser extent like when I'm I'm back at home like you know I feel like sometimes we have to almost apologize for like oh here's a another IPA or Here's another sour, but like we put a lot of thought and and uh, doing different beers. Like it's not yeah. it's not just a different label. It's not like it's a it's a different whether it's a different process. Like you meant like you know whatever you're adjusting. Yeah. Throw that like, one out. Put like, that one in. Like and see what it does. We're yeah. we're born out of trying to figure out how to do different things in our we, basement. And like, and yeah, and so to, so I think you said gatekeeper, but I heard you or I heard that came up while I was listening to you talking. That that's what I'd like to address here. Like if you're our generation. So, John, you're, you're the cataloger of beer history that I know. What generation are we? We're the third generation of American craft? Probably fourth. Okay, if, you go back fourth. To, if you go back to like the mid-1970s, Jack McAuliffe, I mean, y- y- there's the argument that could be made. We're not going to get into it. That no, but Jack Fritz Mait- Ken. But, but Fritz Maytag in 65, there are some people. Right. But I, I, I start to catalog it in the early 70s or mid-70s and then... Grossman Camusi with uh, Sierra in 80, Cook in 84, and then by the time, I think 88 comes around, that's the end of the first, then you have a middle generation, and then 96 with like Sam and Stone, and et cetera, et cetera. So that's where I'm going. I think our generation, though, or at least definitely me personally, but I think our generation- You're probably third. Is born, yeah, I think third, but born of that second generation Caligione saying, fuck the Rahinska boat. Fuck the Rahinska boat, fuck it. Just- this is bullshit. There's no reason it's I need a tax. To, there's no reason I need to live by German tax law from 1562. Yeah. And that's that's when I think we start getting or at least that approach by that group of people begets us. So you can't be the guy that's like, well, fuck the Rheinska boat. I'm going to put wheat in my beer if I want to or you know what I mean? And then be like, but you can't go that far. Yeah. Like it's such a shitty thing to do to creativity, <coughs> right? I think you've gone, gone too far when you've given up maltos. Yeah. I think Have you? even in Massachusetts, I think it was the 16 like, teens, but yeah, that's yeah, fine. you know, like <laughs> JC is like first generation to like, uh, like, yeah, like a oh. lot of our businesses and the, the breweries in Massachusetts are, are derivative from yeah. watching Trillium grow and like how you know how, how do you be? I think that's a firmly fourth generation. Yeah. So I, but, I don't. But there know. wasn't I a lot of breweries in the suburbs of Massachusetts. Like, you know, they're, yeah. they're, I've had people come into Widowmaker and like, we're five five plus years in, and somebody saying one of our early beers was what, like their first double IPA, awesome. and they're opening a brewery. Like, that's weird to me. But like, a guy like JC like created a crazy movement in Massachusetts. If you could like have seen years, the first time they walked JC into this show, it was the funniest fucking thing that ever happened. We were up for Extreme Beer Fest. Kennedy goes, there's this guy literally across the street who's been making beers that are knocking people's socks off. We were staying at the hotel yeah, across yeah. the street from the little 
shoebox. From the old first brewery. Yeah. And Justin's like, I think you're going to like this guy. He definitely does shit that you think is cool. Let's get him on the show. And JC sits down, and I just fell in love. And at the time, he was you know, a one-year-old brewery with a line, which wasn't weird at 2013 when he opened. Yeah. But <laughs> we were just talking. I was like, wait, what kind of science did you do? Tell me more. And just, you know what I mean? But yeah. But so I don't He's think, yeah. so I always put JC, I always put Other Half and Trillium in my head as this kind of um, J. Cole song, Middle Child, where they definitely ran away from everything that was going on in those, you know, right at the change of 2010, but begat everything that came after, right? I, I like, they're, they're half, if, you, if you're a big rap fan, and I'm not asking you to be, but there, there's, a, there's a switch from, there's this middle line between um, kind of total respect for lyricism and then total respect for flow, and yeah, there's rhythm. a couple people that yeah. fill that middle band and I feel like JC, other half, those guys are those middle children who were had respect for lyricism, but were learning how to make it flow. Yeah, I think he, in Massachusetts, he showed a lot of people you can, well, you know, there's a wide spectrum of what you can do. Like, you could just have a spot where people come and pick up your beer, like, and yeah. that's all they needed to know, and yeah. then they started like started their own brewery. Like they like the, the cost of admission. Yeah. Like, um, and you know, he's you know he's. That is maybe the easy part. Making the world class beer is the t- totally different <laughs> but part. That, but, but like, that's JC, right? We right. said. I think I said that to you. Fuck, almost I mean, an trillion, hour ago. trillion. Yeah. But you know what I mean? He's like the guy who farmhouses. never stopped sciencing the beers, yeah. no matter what he was doing, no matter how hot he let the ferment run, no matter how much he double dry hopped it. He was always giving me math on here's what happens when I do this, and here's what happens when I do that. And yeah. That's he's he's the guy who controls crazy. Yeah. Anyway, we should wrap this up. We're we being should. Terrible. Thank you. And I'm being warm and fuzzy, yeah. man. You really brought out a warm oh. fuzzy side to right. me. All right. So there is uh, the new Brighton location ish. Yeah. When? Yeah. April. April. May. All right. Of this year. Unless awesome. The state decides, <laughs> city decides well, November. All right. So here's here's hoping, and yeah. uh, everybody should go and visit, and um, you know, make sure you, you're nice to Andy Crouch when he shows up. Yeah, I, I look yeah, forward to meeting him. And then, and then, because he he really loves and then pour a beer in his lap and say, maybe that's I'll get some game. notch cans to just <laughs> put behind the bar <laughs> for him. But when you're done, like, make him real happy, really make him feel comfortable, make him fall in love with you, and then just dump a beer in his lap and be like, Augie says hi. And then <laughs> that's just that's what I want to happen. Okay, yeah. it's called the carton hello. Uh, it's it's widely if you can act like it was a complete accident, your pinky just hit the glass on the way, that'll be. Mwah, perfection. Um, <laughs> an hour later, I'll let him oh, know. Says hi. Hey, we're having a lot <laughs> of fun in Miami, and it's all thanks to uh, Patreon. So That's right. Uh, this show is brought to you by you. Yeah, so patreon.com slash deal this beer. Uh, we'd love to do more shows like this, and it's possible because of all of you. And uh, letters lead us into really fun conversation that uh, goes in unexpected ways, just as Sam Proved to us just a few minutes ago. So well send done, us Sam. your letter as well at Steal the Spear Podcast at gmail.com. We're on all of the social medias. And please go give Malt Couture five stars. Um, <laughs> and leave and a mention nice re- John Hall. And leave a very, very nice review for all of the work that they're doing. And then remember us when you're thinking about three stars. All right, y'all, get at us.